That's so bad. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of From the Tips. It is me, your boy, Brian, always joined by my fantastic co-host, Rick Landis. How we doing, good buddy? What's up, what's up, what's up? Uh, living the dream here in the PA. That's Pennsylvania, for those that don't know geography. Um, it's cold, so that's not great. But that it is. It's other than that, it's not too bad. Um, Brian and I had a pretty solid weekend. We got out and golfed, which we'll get into. Um, if you saw our story, you'll know why we're so excited about that round. So awesome. And then we attended the Flyers game that happened on Saturday night, which unfortunately did not end in the favor of the Flyers, but we saw a fight, which was cool because it's always, it's always good to get to a hockey game and see a fight. Also, you want to know what? It, it was good hockey for two periods. They kind of got momentum in the third, and that happens, especially against a team like the Bruins. So what are you going to yeah. do? But either way, we did have a killer weekend. Uh, we'll talk about our golf round at some point in this episode, I'm sure, whether it be the two-man scramble or it comes up organically throughout the rest of the episode. <laughs> a big episode for Rick. We, we're talking about two of his main dudes in this episode, but we will get to that. Big stuff happened. Um, Big stuff happened. Huge, huge stuff happened. Um, all right, but first, we got to drop this immediately because not often do we get to break news as it happens on a show. But it's we're still going to be it. it's still going to be a day late, but like Yeah, but we can get we it. About can it. I tell people what's going on first? Can I do I, that? I would um, I would love if you did. I would, I also want to kind of keep the keep the tensions rising, you know what I mean, for those that don't know. Stay tense. Um, Stay tense, folks. I was I was tense. I was intense. Um, I didn't today, know you were on a camping trip. The day, <laughs> the day, today you're listening to this, November 23rd, as Brian laughs at his own dad joke. Uh, it's National Eat a Cranberry Day, so just do that. Just one. Um, they they don't feel like waiting for that day until like you know Thanksgiving. One cranberry. Oh, it's yeah. a, it's just cranberry day. A, a cranberry, no oh, more, singular. no less. Okay, yes, yeah, sounds good. One of them. I could uh, also National that. Espresso Day for our coffee drinkers. Not a huge fan of espresso, uh, but I do know that my boss at one point told me he was up to nine shots of espresso a day. That's a problem, uh, and has since That's uh, tapered problem. himself down to about four. So <laughs> four is still a problem. Okay, that's that's that. He that's made it sound, better. He made it sound like it was like really good that he was down to four, which I guess it's cutting it in half. But you know, whatever. Um, now there, there are espressos made specifically to have less caffeine, so people that enjoy drinking espresso, the flavor and the process, can drink it with you know, their health in mind. I, I is he good. taking, he no, no, he's just, there's no way he's okay. Yeah. He'll, like, he'll like get out of his truck and he'll run like 20 feet to us. And then he'll just like stand there and talk to us. And then he'll like run back to his truck. It's dude. Isn't Jack it up on caffeine Isn't incredible. It's, it's, it's something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, today, uh, November 24th, we have national sardines day. I don't know. Does anybody eat sardines on Thanksgiving? Is that like a, I feel like that might be like hope a not like a specific group centered Thanksgiving food. You know, I know what? As much as I love Canada and I do, that sounds like 
kind of a messed up Canada thing. It sounds like something Canadians would do on Thanksgiving, right? On Canadian Thanksgiving. They have their own Thanksgiving, so they a can different day. have that debauchery um, in October all they want. But, so maybe you know. they just like, as out of spite for United States Thanksgiving, just eat sardines on Thanksgiving on the 25th. But then that also begs the question, or since these are the national is. days, how did Canada infiltrate our national day system? Oh, well, I, I find this stuff on the internet. Um, which I don't believe. Hold on. Any... You don't trust the internet 100% with your life. I don't, I don't <laughs> think there's any restrictions in Canada as far as what you can look up on the internet. So they, they probably have access to this as well. Um, just just they're just putting random things in there. <laughs> they're the people that put the national eat a cranberry day. Oh, they oh cranberry. One cranberry. They were like, yo, people are going to do this if we write this. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there's there's just a Mountie chasing you down the street after you ate that second cranberry. <laughs> just um, National November 25th, uh, we have National... Well, it's Thanksgiving. We'll just we'll just say Thanksgiving. Um, national Thanksgiving Day, yeah. Oh. Out. <laughs> See, this is, this is where okay? I don't know... How well I can trust these sources because this website is also telling me that November 25th is turkey free Thanksgiving. Um, I am under the impression that turkey is a staple of Thanksgiving, even though it's the worst Thanksgiving food. You still need to have it there. If I walk Um, into a home and it's Thanksgiving (laughs) and there's not a turkey, I'm doing the full Simpson. I'm I'm walking in that coat, turning around and putting it back on leaving. Someone must be messing with me. I hope so. There's no That's terrible. That is How... terrible. And they're both, they both say they're the fourth Thursday in November. So that means every year apparently is turkey free Thanksgiving. I don't know what that means. It Think means that as you will. Terrible things. Eat turkey on Thanksgiving though. Please. Eat on your on first plate. All you got to do. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a tradition almost. You put it on your first plate. And then you realize that it sucks compared to everything else on the table. So you eat other stuff as second and thirds and you don't eat more turkey. Uh, I think it depends on my strategy that year, what I'm feeling. And by the way, for those of you, depends if there's dark meat left. Agreed. Dark meat is far superior, but we'll get into that. Um, For those of you that don't have an eating strategy on Thanksgiving, what are you doing? You have to, it's, it's the only way. Um, you got to maximize. I once eating. gained eight pounds on Thanksgiving. Uh, so just impressive from eating. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a that's a lot that's a lot of weight to put on in the span of like plan. five hours. I have a game. Okay. Plan. I woke up the next day and I was like a pound later. I didn't understand it at all. It made you no sweat sense. in your sleep. It was like it was like no like like a pound later than the morning that I woke up. I don't understand. Yeah, what I don't happened? Know. Rick, what happened? I don't, know, I don't know what happened. Rick, where the uh, I might have had a worm that year. I'm not sure though. I um, might have had a worm that year. <laughs> Just that year, none of the other ones. We're fine. Other ones. Um, November 26th, we have National Cake Day. Love cake, so I gotta shout that one out. Right after Thanksgiving, um, that is bold. Yeah, that definitely. is bold. Eat your pie. Eat your uh, Just apple eat the pie. leftover pie. Yeah, eat the leftover yeah. pie. Uh, it's also the the worst holiday of all time. Black Black Friday. Friday. I yep. hate that holiday. It's so stupid. It's um, I hate it so much. And injured for uh, no reason whatsoever. Um, yeah, I mean. I do like this year, though. I feel like a lot of companies push their Black Friday to Black Friday. Yeah. Like the past few years, I feel like it was like July, Black Friday sale. And it's like, it's what? We're three, all, four months away yet. The Why only thing that Friday aggravates July? me the most is when they open Black Friday sales at 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving. I'm like, it's not 
even Friday. It's still Thanksgiving Day. Midnight's fine. The amount of trampling on Thanksgiving as a holiday done by Christmas and Black Friday needs to stop. It's an absolute, absolute atrocity that Thanksgiving everything going on. With everything going online now, I think Black Friday shopping should be only online. I think they should transition to that. Agreed. Like stores are well, still open. Well, they have Cyber Monday, you know. Yeah, but like stores are still open and stuff, but like they don't have the deals in store that they have online. And if you want the yeah. good deals, you have to get it online because it's just so stupid. There's no reason mm-hmm. for it. Um, and then last, last but not least, uh, November 27th is a pretty big day. Uh, Brian turns old. Not that he hasn't been old. Um, but Yo, I, 25 is a pretty big number. Low-key, because we celebrated my birthday with friends and, and family on Saturday, I kind of forgot <laughs> it was actually my birthday on Saturday. <laughs> so that's something. Uh, yeah, I'm old now. I'm a qu- My grandmother put it this way. I'm a quarter of a century old. I was like, you that was unnecessary. We didn't need that. that in my life, but okay. <laughs> I mean, if you had to throw the word century in there, I feel like we could have left that out but hey that's the first time you hear that it's the first time you hear good news is you won't hear it again for another 25 years because no one says you're a 40th of a century or whatever just start doing decimals yeah just a quarter (laughs) a half three quarters one when you get to one then then you got something to celebrate yeah once you get that century mark oh yeah for celebrating on my 100th birthday if i make it if i'm lucky enough to make it to 100 i'm going to texas roadhouse and riding the bull <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What Texas Roadhouse have you been to where there's a bull? Well, the the, the saddle they put you on. No, you got to go to the PBR bar at Xfinity, and you got to go on the actual bull. Okay, All if right? I make it to a hundred, I'll do that. That's what you I'm saying. If I make it to a hundred, that'll be what I do. <laughs> First of all, we all have to remember that we made this deal 75 years in the past. <laughs> 76. No. Okay, not all of us are old. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I forgot. I am. I am an elder um all right rick thank you for those days of the week let's move forward here and to that breaking news that you were so uh so uh tense about um wait, wait, wait. you okay bud oh he's very intently looking around his room i'm trying to figure out what he's got going on here <laughs> you know i know what that's not the news i was getting to yet but it's not <laughs> no Oh no, people are going to be the spoiler alert. Don't look. Close your eyes. Here. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'll get to that after this. But um so the Fed, uh the uh PGA Tour has decided in 2022 they're going to make increases to the purses in pretty much all of the major tournaments that I can see. The most important one I think to be brought up here is the FedEx Cup bonus pool for this next season has increased from $15 million to $75 million. The Comcast Business Tour top 10, which rewards the top players in the regular season, has doubled to $20 million. Everything has gone up by at least, I think, 10 mil. I would like Where to point out this money. I would like to point out that the the winner only gets 18 million. The winner was only yes. bumped up to 18 million. It's that not 75 million for one person. That would be absolutely absurd. Uh, not that FedEx couldn't afford it's that. It's the it's the uh, total purse. Yeah. When we but talk about purses, we talk still, about the total. Still insane. Um insanity. That you get 18 million dollars for winning one tournament. Um 
not to get too off track, but did you see that stat today about Colin Morikawa that I sent you? Oh, the um, years he made like twenty three million dollars or something like that. Yes, and we have a whole just bunch of Colin Morikawa stuff. Le- just we on have- winnings, it's insane. Well, I mean, and then I broke it down into like what he actually did on the course, and it's even more insane as yeah. to why he's earned that money. It's absolute insanity. The one really gets to me, but yeah, eighteen and a half million dollars earned by Colin Morikawa. Also, um, just uh, just a nice little tidbit here before I go into the rest of them later on. Um, Sixty six point two is his final round career average in tournaments that he wins. When he wins, he's going to kill you. That's insane. He's dominated you. It's already done and over with. (laughs) 66.2 is your average on winning tournaments? Yeah. No reason for that. Excuse (laughs) me? So rude. Um, Speaking of rude, and it's actually not rude. It's actually probably one of the more exciting things to happen to a golf equipment nerds like myself. Uh, in recent recent history that I can think of, other than John Rahm joining Callaway, another very large golfer who has been on the equipment free agency for I think like four to three years, uh, three to he's, four years. He's been point. he's been he's been uh, kind of floating for a little bit. He's been a he's nomad using a bunch of everything. He's been a nomad, but he has found a home as Brooks Kepka has joined Srixon and Cleveland and their tour staff, and he will be using their clubs and balls throughout, I believe, the tenure of his contract, brother. which is... Welcome, Welcome brother, um, Brooks Kepka. Welcome to the squad. Welcome, brother. Um, I would like to point out to people that uh, are listeners of this podcast, I am a fan of Strixon, and you also know I'm a fan of Brooks Kepka. I'm not saying this is going to put Strixon on the map, this is a but, big day for you. Brooks Kepka moves the needle, as they say. He does. Okay. I am ex- super excited about this because Strixon is a little bit more expensive, I feel, right now. And I think it's because of the lack of demand for it because a lot of people don't see it as a top-tier golf brand. Um, and even, I though think, they, even though they just won the Masters. Yeah, won yeah no, that, but, but at the way. same time, like you see Taylor Manning Callaway and you're like, okay, those are it. PXG is like a good iron like company, whatever. Strixon is kind of like flown low-key under the radar i feel like for a while now they and don't I, have many athletes i really I do they think, have three in total i do think this is gonna help kind of put them on the map a little bit and people are gonna kind of start to um see Strixon as a viable golf option which i appreciate because that means that prices might go down a little bit for some of their products which means that i can afford to buy some of their stuff um i do have to ask you this what do you think the odds are that my man Brooks shows up on Friday for this little uh, thing going on with Bryson DeChambeau with one of my uh, Q-Star divides? He is actually not playing the divide ball. Uh, he's no. playing the Z-Star prototype. Loser. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nerd uh, it would be fun if he did you have that. the option of the q star divide and you go with the z star amateur amateur <laughs> they've blue and yellow now why would you not want that <laughs> impossible to find when you hit it when you hit it off yeah you cannot find it ever again but man does it look pretty in the air worst, worst colors to try to find <laughs> um yeah but uh we'll, we'll get into one is what's in his bag soon here just want to get through some of the things that he said. Uh, the 30 year old, the 31 year old began working with the Srixon's tour department earlier this year, playing the Z seven, uh, the, the Z X seven irons. 
uh, throughout the 2021 PGA Tour season, and he actually won the Waste Management Phoenix Open with those irons. And it's crazy to me that nobody talked about this. Yeah, it was it was never a point of conversation. I mean, for I'm sure... most of his career, he has been playing with TaylorMade's um, driver, three wood, four, and then has used Titleist irons for uh, four, like a four to pitching wedge. Yeah, and it, it's just weird to me. Nobody talked about that, but you know what have you? Um, also, uh, when he was asked about it, uh, this this one just warmed my heart a little bit. Uh, he said, I'm very excited to join my good friend Shane Lowry as a Strixon and Cleveland golf tour staff member. I was like, damn, I love that. My heart. I love that. My heart. He goes on to say, also with the likes of guys like Graham McDowell and Hideki Matsuyama, I've been an equipment free agent for the past few years. So it'll be fun to be involved with a company on a daily basis and be able to contribute to the development of their future equipment. I put the ZX7 irons in play in January, and it is the best iron I have played with on tour. I look forward to kicking off our new partnership this week in Las Vegas. So, yes, yes. he will be there with those Srixons. I'm so excited. For the match, the Capital One match. We'll get into that later in the episode. Um, but, yeah, so here's what his golf ball is going to look uh, Yeah, his golf ball. Here's what his golf bag is going to look gonna like. It's going to be round, and it's going to have gonna be round and white. <laughs> uh, so his driver is going to be using the srixon zx5 at nine and a half degrees uh for his three wood so for those of you that don't know and people sometimes think it's weird uh when you have a, a brand partnership like with equipment you most of your bag i believe it has to be like 85 percent of your bag has to be that company but the rest can be whatever you choose so for example his three wood is still the tailor-made m2 tour um, he just really likes that three wood. He's going to stick with it along with the Nike Vapor Pro three iron. He's just going to stick with that. He's had that Nike Vapor since it yeah. came out. I mean, and he's they also stopped making it. So he's also sponsored by Nike. So that makes that makes sense that that's still yeah. still allowed to be there. Taylor made. I mean, if you like it, you like it. And if there's if it fits within the restrictions of what he could have in his bag. But the Nike doesn't doesn't come as as much of a shock to me. Also, he does not use the three iron much. Um, it's not a club he usually takes out of the bag from what I can remember. Not many uh, so a lot. more importantly, I think is, uh, the Srixon ZX sevens for the pitching wedge or what he's going to be using They're for so his, nice. uh, his set of irons. And, uh, obviously Srixon and Cleveland have that partnership. Cleveland considered one of the best wedges in the game. Uh, he's going to be using their 52, 56 and 60 degree, the RTX zip core, uh, one of their, top quality the one of their newest wedge sets um I've, I've seen some comps to it being considered better than the titleist Vokey wedges which are pretty much across golf are considered the best wedges you can yeah. get um so that's awesome first and foremost uh and his putter he is going to stay with the scotty cameron t10 the newport 2 prototype um it i, I feel like that. when it comes to putters you just stay yeah you gotta just stay at. with yeah. what's working also, I don't think Strixon makes putters, uh, if I'm not mistaken, or at least uh, makes uh, my pro putter's style putters. Made. My putter's tailor made. Um, yeah, I don't know. Cleveland might. They might have Cleveland brand. Not, oh, Cleveland might. Strixon, yeah. Though. Yes. Uh, so they're Cleveland brand putters. Yeah. Actually. Uh, so Strixon has that. I don't know if they own Cleveland or. I think they. I think they. Mutual, yeah. I think they own them. Yeah. Okay. So the Cleveland would be the putters uh, for them then. Uh, but also, he's going to be using that Srixon Z-Star prototype for his ball. 
There is a nice promo picture of him on a golf course with that beautiful black and red Srixon bag, all the head covers, rocking the Nike stuff. Uh, the shoes could have been a bit more flashy, but I get that that's not what the point of the photo is for. Uh, I kind of know Brooks Kepka for his uh, fantastic choice in shoes. Um, but yeah, that's just cool. It's cool that he decided to go with a company like Srixon. He's only the fourth member on tour to be partnered with Srixon's tour equipment staff. I think it's a cool thing that he didn't like, you know, just go to TaylorMade or go to Titleist, you know, the, the bigger brands, go to Callaway, go to those kinds of brands. Yeah. He was like, you want like, I'm going to try every company and what I like is what I like. And I'm going to use that whether you like it or not. If it works for me, it works for me. That's exactly what he did. He looked very good for the, the times that he was able to play in 2021, especially when he won that waste management during crunch time, looked on. And that entire time he was, he was using the Srixon ZX7 irons. So right on, Brooksy. You get that money. I don't know what the how long the contract is or how much it is for. I don't believe it's been announced. Yeah, I didn't. Yet. I didn't see anything about it. But uh, the partnership has been announced, so we didn't miss that. That's for sure. Also, a good, uh, better now uh, might as well, right? Uh, better in the present. The match between Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau is the only golf, as far as uh, any golf, will I think be that's happening. All the golf you need at this point in the year. That's it. So on Friday, November 26th, the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern time, the match between those two will be airing on TNT. Brooks Kepka will be there with those tricks on irons. And as you know, the larger than life personality of Bryson DeChambeau will also be there. Um, The exhibition will be played at Wynn Golf Club, which opened in 2005 as a part of the Wynn Las Vegas Resort. The format is match play up to a maximum of 12 holes. The Sports Illustrated Sportsbook line is negative 110 for both players. So pretty tight line. Um, no favorite, or I guess uh, no underdog in those lines. So they, I guess Vegas is saying this could go either way, which I, I, I actually totally agree. agree with. Yeah, I totally agree. It could go either way. Uh, I would say that as of recent, Brooks has played the more golf, so he might be in better yeah, uh, shape because Bryson has just been killing the ball on the uh, world long drive tour, which has its place in the game. I like the world yeah. long drive stuff, but when you're about to go play an actual match, we're going to need to use the rest of the clubs in your bag. I wonder how in shape Bryson's game is right now. And not even, not even that just when you're doing the world long drive, you're focused on hitting the ball as straight as possible, as far as you can. And most golf courses just don't have any holes like that. Yeah. Because they know you're trying to kill it as far as you can to get as close to the green as you can. So that's why dog legs exist. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, unless you're um, on hole three at McCoby. Yeah. Unless you're on hole three at McCoby and the, the, the difficulty there is you have to go directly uphill. Do you think Bryson <laughs> drives the green on that hole? How long is that hole? What is it? Almost four. Let me check Four something five, something. Um, blues is four seventy eight. Four seventy eight. No. It, he yeah, has probably not because it's gonna play. I, I thought it was a little shorter than that. It might get plugged in the hillside if he does. It probably go driver. would. Yeah. It probably would. That would actually be kind of funny to see what that happens with that second shot. <laughs> if that thing comes off like super hot and like actually plugs into the hill, just in the hill, just boom. Um, but yeah, we did actually. Fun fact: we had golf this last weekend. As much as the other stuff is just as exciting, we had golf this last weekend. The Boy, RSM Taylor. Classic. In Sea Island, Georgia, um, Taylor Gooch getting the W 
The Gooch Man. The Gooch Man gets the win, uh, capitalizing on what a lot of people haven't been able to capitalize on uh, so far this year. He had the 54-hole lead going into Sunday and didn't give it up. In fact, shooting a better round on, on Saturday, I should say. In fact, shooting a better round on Sunday with a 64. Um, he was bogey-free from the 10th hole on Saturday all the way to the end. Is an impressive showing is an out impressive of a young Taylor Gooch clutch. And now I want to ask you, this is just my opinion that you can disagree with me all you would like. I think if I'm giving an award as to who has performed the best in the fall set, that's what we'll call it here. It's just the fall golf set. The big names are not out yet. It's the fall golf area. I think I'm giving the, the, the fall PGA tour crown to Taylor Gooch. Really? Strictly because of this, my friend. So the 60th in Houston last weekend, I'm going to kind of give him the benefit of the doubt on that one because he had the lead after round one and then the weather happened and he had really weird tee times. Uh, His day got split and had to continue on Saturday and things like that. And he ended up dropping to 60th. It happens. However, the rest of the fall so far goes like this. T11 at Mayakoba, T5 at the Summit Club, T11 at the Shriners, T4 at the Fortinet and all six fall starts T11 or better other than Houston. And also let's not forget the win at the RSM. Uh, And because of all that, he gets to play in the masters and the majors this year, setting him up for a pretty good year. And he's ranked number 33 in the world. Now Hmm. you also take that into account with what his statistics are looking like, at least progressively over the years since he's been a pro. So he turned pro in 2014, 2014, 2015, 2014, turned pro in 2014. Right. And from that point on, he has only improved year to year. Uh, As far as uh, technically speaking, statistically 2018 was his worst year, but from 2018 to now in all of the major categories, he has improved a stroke gained a full point in every single category. Okay. And just this year alone, with that kind of track record, other than obviously the Houston Open, that was a tough one. But I mean, you just look at the numbers here. It all works out in the fact that he has played really well this fall. Um, and obviously you have the other guys that you got to keep into consideration, like the guys who obviously won those other tournaments that he was in. But as far as consistency, T11 in better of five of the six last starts you played in. Yeah. I think Taylor Gooch was the best player in the fall so far. I mean, I know this is kind of a question you didn't have time to prepare for or anything like that, but do you think of another guy when you think of who was the best in the fall? Um, No one specifically came to mind after hearing those stats. I don't really know if there is anyone who could compete with that. Um, Our boy uh, Sam Burns had a pretty good start to the fall, but haven't really heard too much from him as of late. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess, uh, he has been a name at the top repeatedly, except for, like you said, the one, uh, the one week. So yeah, I guess, I I guess I would definitely give it to him. Uh, do I think he's going to continue? Probably not at the pace that he is at right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, as we continue to say, none of the big names are there right now. Bryson and Brooks are preparing for their thing this week. Uh, JT, tiger just kidding um all these guys are <laughs> we'll <get> not <laughs> not in the field yet um but i mean it's a great start and we we've said it a million times already and i'll say it again 
it's really good to get off to such a hot start and being at 33 in the world is, is going to be a good place for him to be at going into the 2022 season when things are going to start to matter. Yeah. And like I said, because he has that early season win, he gets to play in the masters. Now he gets invited to some majors. He gets the invites to like the players and stuff like that. He's setting himself up to play a lot of really competitive golf throughout the 2022 season golf that matters against guys who are larger than life and really put your golf game to the test at this point. So as far as setting yourself up for success, he is doing all of the right steps. He just has to gain that success. I think he's done a really good job of it here in the fall. And I'm glad you brought up Sam Burns because you're right. You could argue Sam Burns could also get the crown as far as statistically speaking with Sam Burns as well. His worst year was also in 2018 and he has gained over one strokes gained uh, better in driving accuracy approach and around the green. The only stats that are about the same are his putting and his driving distance. But gaining three of the major five, that's always good. Also, you look at the last four starts he's had, the win at the Sanderson, the Shriners T14, the CJ Cup T5, and the Houston Open T7. The only reason I didn't give him the crown, which I wanted to because I like Sam Burns, Callaway guy, is Taylor Gooch played more tournaments and did the same thing repeatedly yeah. in more tournaments. more tournaments. And that's just yeah, that's how fair. it works out, you know? That's fair. Um, and it it's one of those things you've he flies under the radar. He's not a big name. He's not a, a flashy guy. You don't see his name on the headlines. He's just kind of doing his thing, playing mm-hmm. his golf, kind of like when Hideki won the Masters. Like he wasn't a name going into that tournament that people were talking about. Bryson was the name that everybody was talking about. Like exactly. If you if you looked up the Masters from last year, Bryson was the only name that came up. And mm-hmm. then obviously some of the other names followed. But I think Hideki was like. Plus, like I think he was like plus like eight thousand or something like that going into the Masters as far as like mm-hmm. odds to win that. Like no one was even thinking about him as an option, uh, and that's kind of what Taylor Gooch is doing right now. He's just kind of flying under the radar, playing some good golf, getting some high finishes, making some money. A win thrown in here is huge. Five hundred FedEx Cup points, always good. Um, and yeah, we'll see if he can keep it up going into the the twenty twenty two season. And like you said, playing some of that meaningful golf because as much as the RSM Classic is is pretty pressure packed as far as the golf tournament goes. I think, I think things like the players and the masters are, are on a whole completely different level uh, as far as how you handle those things mentally and physically. And it'll be interesting to see how someone who's performed so well at this part point of the year can perform in those types of tournaments. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people ask us from time to time, it's like, you know, it's early, it's the fall season. The big names are now, why do you guys bother? Well, because It's really cool to see guys like a Taylor Gooch, a Sam Burns, um, who else won this uh, this fall so far. Um, I mean, not even not even that just names come out of nowhere. Like Mm -hmm. no one expected. I mean, again, no one expected Will Zalatoris, the man who doesn't even have a tour card to get second at the Masters. Right. And he comes out and he just does it like there's names that need to be talked about, Mm -hmm. like Taylor Gooch. Like, I mean, no one was talking about Will Zalatoris until the second the second place finish, but like these things need to be talked about because these people are there. There's hundreds of golfers in the field every week. Like anything can happen. It's like it's like how they say in football, any given Sunday. It's literally any given Thursday through Sunday. Because right. as we saw this weekend with Rory, plays fantastic up into Saturday falls apart on Sunday, doesn't win the tournament. That leaves room for someone like a Taylor Gooch or a Colin Morikawa to come in 
<laughs> obviously completely different golfers there right yeah <laughs> but someone like that to just swoop in and take that win um and taylor gooch is capitalizing on it right now and that's why what taylor gooch did is so much more incredible 54 hole lead it seems like everybody who's had that so far this fall has fallen on their face and he goes now i'm just yeah. gonna stay and win the tournament thank you very well, much i mean there was that huge deal when phil won the pga last year mm-hmm. about how i forget how long it was since a 54 hole leader won yeah it was like, so long especially a yeah. major that doesn't happen yeah exactly you know? um so yeah it's definitely good um it's definitely a, a good sign for him leading into the 2022 season uh and i guess we'll see come masters time how he does yep and like guys like jason kokrak guys like holiday herbert you know these guys who get to win in the fall and then finally get to get those major invites and the masters later in the season that's why the fall is cool because those guys wouldn't be invited to those tournaments had they not gotten a chance to win in the fall. That's how we get those extra guys in there. That's how we get the cool storylines like holiday Herbert. That's how we find out he only wins on holidays, which is a super cool thing. By the way, every time I talk about Taylor Gooch, did you play backyard baseball? Yeah. The computer game, you know, Vinny, the Gooch. Yeah. I think about him every single time. Eh, And Vinny, the Gooch here. And he says some weird thing about baseball or whatever and it's incredible and i gotta just go through all those uh one-liners that he does because they're fantastic uh speaking of one-liners here rick how about a two-worder and a two-second video because tiger woods is back oh yeah it's back and yeah. better than ever baby did see that tiger woods posted on twitter making progress with a video attached that was two seconds long and he had one shot and that was it that was all he gave us and it set the entire golf world aflame just because he took absolutely, one shot absolutely no power behind that swing zero not power. even a little bit it was like it was like when you get to the round your your saturday or sunday round and you're like i want to play well today i'm just gonna take it nice and easy i'm not gonna try to swing through the ball too hard i'm not gonna try to swing out of my shoes i'm just gonna take it nice and easy i'm gonna bring the club back we're gonna let gravity take it through nothing too crazy you do it on the first shot and then after that one goes to crap you just go back to your normal stuff on the second shot through the 150th shot um but that's what tiger (laughs) was doing on the range i mean he was just literally just going through the motions and people lost their minds over it. Uh, I saw uh, a meme on uh, one of the golf pages on Instagram that was like uh, someone was calling like Dick Sporting Goods or Golf Galaxy. They were like, hi, is this Golf Galaxy? And they were like, yeah. And they were like, do you have um, one leg sleeves for sale? Because <laughs> that, of that compression <laughs> sleeve that he's wearing because he broke his leg. Yes, because he has like, like 10 Want to wear that leg. for fashion now? I mean, that's kind of messed up. Dude, it's um, Tiger. <laughs> what tiger does people will do that is a fact okay but like he's wearing that because he broke his leg and he needs yes to that is correct flow to his leg yes. you don't need to wear that for fashion okay <laughs> that is also correct yes but i mean it's fashion it's kind of like yeah. it's kind of like how people run marathons like i told you on on sunday or whatever it was but what about running marathons that we run marathons oh yeah how messed up it is <laughs> That's so messed up. It is up. actually uh, really for funny. For those that though. don't know, um, the reason, I, I don't know if this is true, um, 
I hope it is because it's hysterical. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. Um, but I I saw this thing online and I shared it with our friend group on Sunday. Um, and it was like why um running marathons is so messed up. And basically there was this dude who was running 26 miles and he died at the end of it. So now everybody just runs 26 miles and doesn't die to flex on him <laughs> for the rest of eternity, which I think is hilarious. I'm personally never going to do that because I would also die. Oh, it's so good. Miles. Um, it is so good. But yeah, that's basically oh. what people are doing. They're like, oh, Tiger broke his leg. Let me look like Tiger. A uh, little bit dramatic there. Uh, maybe just stick to the the red mock neck and the, and the black pants. Um, but it's good to see Tiger back getting some swings in there. We knew that was coming. Um, Ricky mentioned it. JT mentioned it. Pretty much anyone who's seen Tiger mentioned that he had his clubs at near him within arm's length at all times yeah. while he was going through the recovery process. So it was never really a surprise that we were going to see him coming back. It was just kind of when, and I don't know that I want to say it's early because he did get injured a while ago. Um, it was nine months ago. Yeah. So yep. it's a while. Um, not super shocked at the, at the timeline. Um, but like we said, like or like I said, it's it it was just no one knew exactly when it was going to happen. And right. Twitter, it, Twitter told us. And Twitter's a dangerous place for people that really get into things, uh, especially the golf world. Man, once Tiger does anything on Twitter, it is over for the next golf week. Twitter is probably the worst. Golf Twitter is a it's a place. I'll tell you what. It's a dark hole. It is a dark hole that you can find yourself in. Um, that's why I don't really consider it breaking news because rick is right if you're anywhere like in tune with golf news right now you know that everybody who's like who is a friend of tigers basically knows that he's been golfing this entire time yeah obviously not doing anything incredibly intensive but he didn't he didn't take a driver out and post Hitting it on putts, twitter you know hanging out with his son charlie while while he was golfing yeah working on um, a short game things yeah, like just that doing stuff like that so uh not super shocking that he's that he's back swinging of a full swing uh but definitely not uh, not upset about it no no and it is exciting because i think with seeing that now i think the big excitement is that people think this is uh him showing the people that he wants to get back for the masters which i feel like we all knew he wanted to get back for the masters anyways He doesn't. He definitely doesn't want to miss two in a row. No, he doesn't want to miss two Masters, and I really think like he's probably going to play in the Masters, whether he's completely ready or not. I see Tiger doing it. It's uh, Tiger. He I would say it. barring. I would say barring any setbacks, I would right, see him right. at least at least playing, not competing, but at least playing. I don't. It took him nine months to get to the point of swinging a golf club like a full swing, so I can't see him competing when it comes time for the masters, but I can definitely right. see him just being there as kind of like a tigers here uh, kind of thing. Right. Agreed. And I think that's kind of how it's going to go, but that's why I think he's going to be at the masters because it's tiger and it's the masters. And I don't think he wants to miss two. And I don't think anybody wants to see him miss two. Uh, we all obviously want to see tiger at the masters. I mean, those two words are synonymous with each other at this point. Yeah. Um. You literally Google Tiger. I think Tiger and Masters comes up at some point. Like Tiger. Tiger. It was funny to see. Not Tiger King. It was funny to see people talking about Tiger basically winning the pip. With a. I I saw that on Twitter. I mean, I mean, (laughs) I mean, it stinks. 
because we just talked about how he hasn't done anything this year. Kind of true though. But like as far as everything that's gone on for him, this is huge. Um I still don't think he deserves the pit money because again, no. he many tournaments. No. But if we're going solely based on internet searches, it's not Dude. even close. And not even not even remotely close, close anymore. Because no. we have the accident as part of that, and now we have this. Yes. And if if Tiger's smart, which we know he is, it's on purpose. Oh yeah. Oh 100%. come on. Um, oh come on. He's probably been swinging a golf club for like three months right now, and he was like, no, "Guarantee it, yeah." Too soon. It's too soon. People won't be excited about it. People won't Even be gassed up about it. Been gassed up about it. Um, I'm gonna make them wait till a holiday. I'm gonna make them wait until Thanksgiving <laughs> so they can give thanks for me being back. Um, <laughs> it's Tiger Woods. Uh, yeah. Well, I think he's probably gonna be back in the Masters. We'll have to see, obviously. But man, did the golf world just catch a flame. Um, but I would now like to talk about one of Rick's other favorite golfers who has been called in some circles on golf Twitter mostly the next Tiger, quote unquote. Colin Marikawa has absolutely dominated golf since he has become a tour pro. And not just over here in the USA. No, no. No, he has dominated also on the European tour as he wins this year's European tour winning the race to Dubai at the DP World Tour Championship this last weekend, beating out Rory McIlroy in that tournament as Rory was kind of reading down his neck a little bit. Did did he beat Rory or did Rory beat himself? (laughs) Not so much. This is a case where uh, Rory had the 54-hole lead and then absolutely crumbled on Sunday with a 72 to fall down to Oh, my gosh, what a horrible score. What a horrible score. Yes, I know. Um, but right now, I want to talk about Colin because these are just some absolutely astronomical stats here. You want to talk let about me, how he has everything? Yeah, let me let me read these to you folks, okay? So, Colin Marikawa has just finished his 60th event as a pro. Ready? He has two major wins, six overall wins, four second-place finishes, 24 top tens, five missed cuts. He has five That's missed insane. cuts. In 60 he has, starts. $18.5 million earned his first two majors in eight starts since uh, he is the first two major wins in eight starts since Bobby Jones. Uh, first American to win the race to Dubai, by the way, first American to win over in Europe. And he has a three Oh and one record at the Ryder cup. That's just a nice little thing I'm going to put in there. Um, <laughs> really super the- relevant to the conversation, but we're going to throw it in there. <laughs> Not incredibly relevant, but he's never been defeated. I'm just saying it is what it is. Um, and again, like I said yeah, earlier, that 66 and point and the Steelers two. didn't lose to the Lions. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a tie, you know, it it's, doesn't it's a tie. They still <laughs> lost because it was the Lions, but it, was, <laughs> it doesn't count. Obviously a tie to the Lions counts as a loss, <laughs> uh, but my goodness, Colin Marikawa, excuse me, sir. Excuse me. It is ridiculous because so far he has only been a pro since the early parts of 2019 yeah. uh, his first pro event being the 2019 RBC Canadian open. And since then in his last 60 starts, since he's been, he's been a pro he's dominated. He five missed cuts in 60 starts. That's insane. It's, it's just wrong. That means, in, that means 55 events. He's made money. Yes. 55 of his 60 events that he's played in, he's made money. Well, that's that $18.5 million earned for you right there. 
So I thought it was like 23 and a half. Is it 23 and a half? Did I get the number wrong? Yeah, I think it's like 23 and a half or something like that. I could have gotten the number wrong. Either way, Let me incredible see. amounts of money, yeah. first and foremost. Um, Kyle Morikawa has made $23.5 million in career earnings in under three years. That and is that's incredible. just on course. That's not including his tailor-made sponsorship. That's not including his other sponsorships that he has. That's literally just from winning golf. He's made $23 million. In oh, my God. Years. That is only that money in my lifetime. That is only PGA Tour direct deposits. That, that's, that's just that alone. Absolutely redonkulous. Oh, Kyle Morikawa. And he's good looking. And he has a good looking girlfriend. And he went to California. He was went to school in California. And also, he's winning at life right now. I don't he, like. You can tell he's like a good dude, especially in the post round. Nice. After he, he's nice. I wish he was mean. Yeah, I, I kinda, wish there was I something to hate about him. You There's can't. Nothing to hate about him. You can't. Zero. Hate Colin There's nothing you can hate about him. You want to hang out with him. You want to golf with him. You want to get a beer with him. Um, and the cool part for me, especially, you know, he's had this. He's had like a full Hall of Fame career in 60 starts. Let's just get into that here. Yeah. Um, but after the round, after he wins the race to Dubai, winning the European tour and finding out he was the first American to do it, he was incredibly emotional about it. He, you could tell how much he truly cares about golf, the sport of golf and winning and how much it truly means to him. And that means a lot to the viewer because – you know, sometimes these guys get bad reps for just kind of mailing it in and just mm-hmm. having a fantastic life golfing all the time. But Colin really cares and he's a good dude and I want to hate him, but you can't. Can't. It's impossible. It's impossible because he's just so damn nice. I mean, I would get emotional, too, if I was walking around Europe looking like Gandalf with the fucking scepter from. <laughs> 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 can't tell me when get a little emotional <laughs> uh, i'd be Colin, like that, i'd be like that guy did you see that video of that guy where he's like i'm gonna act like voldemort at dinner he's no. like the boy who lived the boy who lived to die <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen that. Bob like yells at him. I gotta show it to you later. It's please, so please send that to me. <laughs> I gotta find that. It's um, so you know, and there wasn't there wasn't only one guy who was a bit emotional um, at the old race to Dubai, the European Tour finale, as Roy McIlroy has been different known, kind of emotional. <laughs> has been known to be slightly emotional, right? Been kind of outgoing kind of guy. After his 74 final round to drop to T6, his frustration had boiled over and he tore his shirt while he was heading into the scorer's hut, going full Hulk mode and tearing his shirt. I love that picture. What? It's so relatable. It's so relatable from the professional golfer. He looks defeated. And when I say defeated, I mean, he's looking at his phone, his head's down. His hat is like kind of like half on his head, half half not. It's just shirts untucked. Just a sad, sad man right there. You you want to feel for him, but you got to also put it into perspective. His last start was the CJ Cup, which he won. Mm-hmm. So like, do I feel bad for you? Not really. Not really. No, he's still T six. Like I don't. I mean, feel it'd be bad nice for you. for you to win two in a row. I'm not gonna lie, I wouldn't hate it, but yeah, that'd be cool. But like, start, so. come on, that's that's you know. Maybe not rip the shirt. 
uh, but still anger here. Incredibly funny. Oh, I did. I sent you the video, by the way. I'm so excited. It's a, it's a TikTok, so it's it's fairly short. Oh, okay, that's nice. I like yeah. the fairly short ones. You know. Yeah. It, I, you ever had that moment where, like, especially back when we were in high school, when like videos were only on YouTube and some of them could be quite long. Yeah. Where you find it hysterical, and you're showing it to somebody, and they're not laughing. I guarantee you're gonna laugh at this. I guarantee I'm gonna I can laugh guarantee at you. too. Watch it right now. Watch it right now. But have you? Uh, all right. But you, have you ever had that moment? Oh yeah, it's the worst feeling in the world when it pretty when much you show yeah, it, it defeats work. you. Speaking of high school, we got invited to the high school reunion. Not going to that. I did not get invited. <laughs> Definitely, no, you did. It's on Facebook. <laughs> so good. <laughs> If you want to have a good laugh, everybody, go on YouTube just look up acting like Voldemort at the dinner table. Yo, he's got it's a, a kebab as well. It's so funny. Look it up. It'll give you a good laugh. It's it's great. <laughs> that's what Brian's currently laughing it's at. It's a kebab. <laughs> oh, that's so good. So good. He does so good, though. Oh. Uh, anyway. Oh, my goodness. Now that I've gotten us off topic once again. Oh, that's so good, seems though. to be my character on this show. Uh, what it's so next? worth it. So <laughs> worth it. Oh, man. <clears throat> Anyways, high school reunion, we got invited to one of those? Hold yeah. on. Well, it was supposed to happen last year, but because of COVID, it got pushed back. Oh, so no. now, now they want me to come this year. Oh, yep. There it is. Yep. Definitely. Yeah, don't you think I'm there. going to that? Nope. Please. I don't want to see anyone from high school. No. Why? I- I hang out with the two people that I want to see from high school on a regular basis. <laughs> they invited 267 people already, huh? Yeah. Yo, you want a, you want a family? Like, okay. I'll tell you what. If anybody from Southern Area High School is listening up, if you really want to see people that you graduated with that you don't already see on a regular basis, go to the pizza pub. They're no, all the there. Pub. Okay. Also, they're they do advice there. for you. Get out of town for a little bit, maybe like to somewhere else for a few months. Um, just kind of broaden your horizons a little bit because okay. Telford, Harleysville, Satterton is not all that the world is. No, There's so much more to see. It's pretty um, terrible here, and so many more friends to make. Way many more friends to make. But we digress. Um, this is our official announcement. We're not. Going. No, we will Anyways, not be there. If anyone's, um, listening, we're not going to be there. We're not going to be there. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, folks, to to put a damper on your parade there, but we won't be there. Um, however, speaking of parades, one should be held for Jin Young Ko of the LPGA as she has won the LPGA Player of the Year and has won the LPGA Tour as she takes the W at the CME Group Tour Championship, defeating the likes of Nelly Corda, who came T5. Uh, absolutely dominant performance from this girl. Uh, she is 22 years, uh, oh no, 26 years old. She has 22 professional wins. 26 years old, and the last three years has won player of the year twice. Absolutely dominating performance. Good for her. And just to put into perspective for you statistically, since we know that Brian likes those, she has, at least in the last tournament, she had 63 greens in regulation in a row. That's insane. For those of you that don't know, I don't the total think I've number, had that in my life. For those of you that don't know the total number in a tournament, it's 72 possible. She got 63. She missed nine greens in regulation. <laughs> in a row. 63 in a row. That's, yeah. When do you call heating up? 
Yeah, when do you call yeah. heating up? When do you call heating up? Heat up. <laughs> and she's like, she hits like her third green in regulation. She's like, heating up. And then she gets to like 63 and she's like. Guys, I don't know if anybody brought a fire extinguisher, but things are getting pretty smoky in here. <laughs> and at that point is when she missed the green and went, ah, damn it. <laughs> Every time I make a joke. <laughs> but congratulations to her. That is awesome. Congratulations on winning the LPGA tour and also getting voted player of the year. That is super awesome. Also, those 63 greens in regulation. That is ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. Um, as far as the next PGA tour event, that is not happening this weekend as it is the holiday. The PGA tour is having off. So the hero world challenge will be the following weekend. That is December 2nd to December 5th. Um, that is, what was it? Was it wasn't tiger. The last winner. There's something that has to do with tiger and the hero. I forget. So there's always something with tiger and the hero. Am I, am I losing my mind there? Oh, I'm already thinking about Thanksgiving. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> kind of like golf's in the did back you, right now. <laughs> did, you, did you did you figure it out at this point? Yeah, sure. no, I, I kind of did. All right. Um, fan- you'll, you'll hear. All right, fantastic. Because we are now moving in to the two-man scramble. Rick, buddy, what foods you got to round out the month? All right, so I got three things. One of them I did not come up with. However, I heard about it on the on the radio the other day, and I feel like it's something that we have to bring up um, because it sounds disgusting. Is it an abomination? Um, So the first thing I'm going to start with the ones that I came up with. Um, So the first thing I came up with is a pulled turkey. It's like a Thanksgiving. Um, You can kind of pull whatever you want, but like a pulled turkey, like pulled chicken kind of Mm -hmm. uh, and cranberry and like a burrito. And I guess you could throw like stuffing and like other other things in there if you wanted to. Um, hmm. like a little burrito at the turn, you know what I mean? Could I substitute like the cranberry for gravy? I guess so. Like a personalized burrito? Yeah, like it's a turkey burrito based, kind of like if you had you yeah. know chicken or beef. Yeah, but it's and like you put whatever you want thing. in there. So Thanksgiving burrito. Yeah, just I love whatever that. Thanksgiving stuff you want in there. Yeah, I love that. Okay, it cool. sounds delicious. Um, the second idea that I came up with. Now this one you can't. Um, you can't switch. Anything. Can't change this one. Okay. Yeah, this one you can't change. Mm-hmm. It is a mashed potato, right? And cranberry, mm-hmm. like cranberry sauce, uncrustable. Huh. So instead of the peanut butter and jelly, we got. I, I don't eat cranberry sauce. I think people put it on potatoes. I'm not sure though. Um, I've seen people put cranberry sauce on potatoes. Um, so I don't. I don't know how that would be. Again, I don't eat cranberry sauce, so I don't really know. Um, I would that eat that idea. It wouldn't be my first option, but I would eat it. Okay. Fair. Sounds good. Um, so it's not last. Okay. Yeah. Just, it's not. This the, one might be though. Not the yam s'more pump. Not the yam s'more. <laughs> God, please. Lord. Um, and then this one, this one I think might be the worst, even though I have heard uh, that. Oh, I accidentally clicked subscribe. Can I unsubscribe to that? How do I... Oh, okay. I didn't subscribe. It was like a, option to subscribe <laughs> can, I, can i unsubscribe uh, so, so there's this company uh it's called jones jones's jones's soda have okay. you heard of it i have not so i haven't either until until this this occurred um apparently they just they make sodas mm-hmm. and 
they make weird flavored sodas. Oh no. Okay. Apparently they've been gone for about 10 years and it's making a comeback this year for some reason. Don't do this. Um, so they make flavored sodas. Uh, their big one that is kind of making headlines is a turkey and gravy soda. Oh, <laughs> oh that sounds horrible. Um, other ones, other options that they have, not necessarily. Oh, here we go. Um, holiday flavors they also have are green bean casserole. Oh, and Christmas Stop. ham soda. Stop. Uh, but oh. the turkey and gravy is the is the main headliner currently on on the soda oh <laughs> that's disgusting it does it sounds absolutely gross we gotta try it i i don't know where to find it that's gotta be online it. somewhere hold on it's gotta be jones jones turkey soda i just hope it's not expensive oh i guarantee it will be but could be worth it Oh, I wish we had any. I wish we had some Kroger's around here. Twelve packs. Where is it? Um, I also on my. Oh certain... wait, I've seen these sodas before. Have you? Yeah, I didn't know they did weird stuff though. Um, I also on my searches have just found that Mountain Dew apparently has a gingerbread flavored version now, which is also kind of gross. That is also very much disgusting. So I guess just in that category, we could go any flavored Thanksgiving drink and more specifically the turkey and gravy because that's the headliner of the drinks. Right, of course. Um, so, yeah, those are those are my ideas. Um, and one that wasn't my idea. Well, there's Very Merry. Um, there's Jones Soda Snow Flurry. I don't know what that is. They're all probably okay besides the... The Jones Warheads Extreme Sour Black Cherry. I don't know how I feel about my soda being sour. I don't know how I feel about that either, honestly. <laughs> okay, well, we can't find that. So that's unfortunate. That's, I was struggling I like, to come up with another. another I, feel like I've, I feel like I've been robbed. Another like at the turn kind of thing. So I just I thought I would bring that up for those. Well, no, I mean, that's good because we don't have a liquid yet. How are we going to yeah. wash this all down? I was down, trying you know? to think about it, um, yeah. but. And I, I thought about maybe, um, oh, there I go again. Um, <laughs> Thanksgiving in a glass uh, with a bouillon cube, Ugh. as Barney does in How I Met Your Mother. God, the bouillon <laughs> cube. Oh, it just sounds so gross. All righty. Um, could you hit me with the list again so I can yeah, so, properly place these? Um, I'm assuming this is going to stay number one. We have deep fried stuffing with gravy. So good. Sounds no so doubt. Good. Uh, number two, we have cream corn pierogies. Also sounds pretty banging. Right. Uh, number three, we have a walking Thanksgiving, which for those that don't remember is kind of like a walking taco, but with Thanksgiving in it. Uh, number four, it looks like we have a um, breadcrumb roasted pecan. Right. Uh, number five would be turkey chips. Mm-hmm. Number six is a cornbread Twinkie at room temperature. Mm-hmm. Uh, number seven would be the um, green bean pizza, green bean casserole pizza. Right. Uh, cranberry dog. So a hot dog with some cranberry sauce. Mm. And last but not least would be the yam s'more pop tart. Right. Okay. Um, um, and then my ideas again were a Thanksgiving type of burrito. 
mm-hmm. a mashed potato and cranberry uncrustable, and the soda. I'm putting the the Thanksgiving burrito above turkey chips. So we're gonna put that one at five. Yeah. Wait, what's right. at what's at four and three? Uh, three is walking Thanksgiving, and four is the pecans. Could we bump the pecans to five and put the burrito at four and the walking taco at three? One second. So we yeah, got that's, stuff. That's, that's a lot of stuff going on there. Um, pierogies. Three. You wanted. What did you want at three? Put the walking taco at three. Okay. Walking Thanksgiving at three. Yeah. They, and then the uh, Thanksgiving burrito at four. Okay. And, and then, then number nuts. five. Put the turkey chips. Turkey chips and then nuts. Yeah. yeah. Okay pecans after that and then after that would have been the cornbread twinkie yeah that's fine the rest of it as stands i'm trying to think of where to put the um after the twinkie would be the green bean casserole pizza would you like to put the uncrustable before or after that i would put the uncrustable before that that's for sure uncrustable and then we have the pizza and the dog and the pop tart and the soda right and i want to put the soda in last but we can't find it so we can't drink it unless we want to do that we can we can have that last and then just right do whatever the other thing is because we can we can get to it you know what i mean all right, yeah, that's that, that's definitely art. last. That sounds atrocious okay. and is disgusting. Soda, so pizza, and then the cranberry dog. Right, was after that. Yes, and then the pop tart, and then the soda. Do watching you focus on this so hard right now? <laughs> incredible. <laughs> well, I have three different lists going right now because I was too Woo! lazy to update them from the first weeks. So now I have one. <laughs> One full list here. You have the final <laughs> list. Um, but yeah, so that's where we're at. All righty. Well, uh, unless Brian you have anything used else, Scooter golf carts on Sunday. Oh, on yes. Saturday. That was Let's sick. Let's talk about that. That was awesome. So they're called golf boards for those of you that don't know. And they're incredible. It, the learning curve is about, I would say, two to three holes until you get kind of comfortable on it. And then you're flying. And then you're flying. On the back nine, you're just going all over the place. You're having a blast. It was so much fun once you got used to it. It was so cool. I've never, I've never been a board sports kind of guy. Uh, Brian, big snowboarder growing up, so he was kind of a little more comfortable going from the bat. Um, I was, yeah. I, however, was not, and I was comfortable probably about like hole five or six, um, just getting into the swing of things. Uh, but if you have the opportunity, it was like $10 extra. If you have the opportunity, do it. Don't Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Do, do not hesitate. Trust me. You're going you're gonna to be like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to like – just do enjoy it. it as much or just do it dude worth it's it. so, so much it. fun so worth it um especially for for those of you that you know are are younger listeners and you don't drink a whole lot on the course because there is only one cup holder and nowhere yeah. to put a cooler uh so prepare for that yeah. um but man it's such a cool experience highly suggest it definitely it did make the round feel like something new it did, yeah. It didn't feel like a normal round of golf. No, it felt like you were doing something newer. Yeah. You know, like you kind of still had like the same sparkle that you had when you first started golfing. Yeah. You're like, this is something that's super cool and I'm super into. And, and obviously yeah. we didn't lose the sparkle yeah. in golf. We have it. But man, the golf boards, it just adds a totally different mm-hmm. aspect to it. Also, I felt like the round went faster. 
Yeah, definitely. Because we could all go to our ball, our single ball, and shoot from wherever we were. So much faster. Yeah. Again, if you had the opportunity, do, do it. it. It's incredible. For sure. Um, all right. Unless you have anything more pressing. That is it. All righty, folks. Again, thank you so much for listening to From the Tips. Go follow us on Instagram at from the tips underscore pod. Because there you can DM us, comment on our photos, listen to our stories that we post there. And also you can DM us questions for the two-man scramble. We will answer whatever that question is. Doesn't even have to be golf-related. You can ask us advice. We highly suggest you don't listen to whatever we tell you, but you can ask us. <laughs> we're pretty good at giving advice. I would suggest asking for no, advice. No, we're not. We are not good at that. <laughs> I will stand staunch, and I am not good at giving advice. Uh, but again, thank you so much for listening, guys. This has been From the Tips. We out! Thanks, guys. See you later.